Good morning, everyone. All righty. What an interesting title that is. Eh? It's funny how it elicited a few chuckles earlier on in the day. And I put the enemy in quotation marks, as you will see. And I'll explain why as I go through this talk. Now, you know, this idea of being a sacred being, which is the theme of today, uh, clothed in a physical body, is actually a pretty universal one. You know, most teachings, most, most religions, most philosophies, in one way or another, all point to this idea of the kind of impermanent nature of this physical experience and the timeless and infinite eternal nature of our divine essence, our spiritual essence which is what we're talking about today. And that this spiritual divine essence is not only in me and people like me and people who I love and get along with, but this essence is actually in every single individual, every human being, every creature that is here on this planet carries that same divine essence. Which means, because they have God, that divine essence in them, that makes them essentially good, which is a very difficult concept <laughs> quite often to understand is one level, but embrace is quite another level, <laughs> especially when we look around our world today and we see some of the things that are happening because we, the question becomes, well, how do I see the good? How do I see the God in an individual or individuals who are committing such terrible, unspeakable things at times. And you know, this is a question that I had to reflect on uh, personally uh, a couple of weeks ago when I was invited to say a few words at the Aylmer Mosque, um, some words of comfort for um, the Muslim community after the attacks that happened in New Zealand. And I found myself, you know, really thinking about what is it that I can say? And those of you obviously here who have heard me speak before over the last few months know that there is a common theme that unites everything that I say. And the theme is usually around this idea that if it shows up in my experience, I am 100% responsible for what is going on inside of me that has contributed to its creation. Once again, this idea of it's in me and it's showing up in my reality. So I'm going to be responsible for that. And again, that's not a very easy place to stand in because the easier place is to be in judgment, to blame, to say it's them. There's nothing to do with me. It has absolutely everything to do with them. Now I'm going to tell you how I approached what, um, how I approach situations like tragedies or traumas or things that happen in the world that I just that are beyond kind of my understanding. And you know, I share this with you with the intention of saying, I'm with you on this journey of exploration myself. You know, I'm exploring, as all are you here, what it means to be a spiritual being having a physical experience. And so what I'm sharing with you are my own personal kind of reflections, how I approach things, and what, it, what is my personal practice to kind of help me forward in my journey. And so it will come as no surprise when I say to you, the first thing that I do is I look within me. So have I killed anybody lately? Not that I'm aware of. No, I have not hurt anybody, not consciously, not I haven't physically murdered or killed anyone in this lifetime anyways. I don't know about other lifetimes. Um, so no, I have not done anything. I've not acted on such terrible, you know, on such powerful emotions. But 
have I ever um, felt the need to blame somebody else for all of my problems? Have I felt the victim of everything that was happening in my life and said, it's not about me. It's nothing I've done. It's all them. It's what they have done to me. Have I stood in judgment and condemnation of somebody else and said, I didn't do anything here. It's all about them. They're the ones that are making my life miserable. Have I done that? Have I felt those emotions? Come on now. I know I have. <laughs> Absolutely I have. In my long journey in this life, of course I have. This is the part that I share with this individual who committed those terrible crimes. We share the, those emotions. We share that. And that makes him my brother in the sense that we are no different. At the level of feeling those emotions, I have felt the same emotions that he has felt. Now, we acted on them differently. But in that sense, we are the same. So that's the first place I look. What do I share? What emotions am I sharing with this individual? The second way that I approach it is I go, okay, what other emotions is this situation evoking in me? When you look at a tragedy that's happened in the world, when you look at any event that causes you unease, what are the emotions that you're feeling? What do you feel? For example, in this attack, I felt, you know, anger. I felt a little bit of fear, insecurity, helplessness. So I look deep within me and I say, what emotions can I name? I name them knowing that I'm probably just scratching the surface of a whole iceberg of emotions that are unconscious that I can't even name. But I do my best to name them. I work at the level of the emotions that are running through my body. Because you know what? Our emotions are very deeply rooted. They're very deep, and we often don't know why they're there. You know, we do all the positive affirmations. We try to think positive. We try to do things to deal with the emotions that are inside of us, and then something happens, and boom, you have these powerful emotions raging inside of you. Where do they come from? Are they ancestral? Are they like in my DNA? Are they this lifetime, other lifetime? You know what? Who knows? Who knows? I don't know. And you know what? In a way, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. They're in me. These emotions are the only thing that are in me that I can be responsible for. I can't be responsible for what's happening out there and what drove somebody else to do anything. I can only be responsible for what's happening inside of me. And I can do the work to own that and do the work of clearing it. Again, the easiest thing is to say, nothing to do with me, everything to do with them. They're the ones that are, you know, uneducated, ignorant, put whatever label you want on there easy to look out there and say it's about them. Much more difficult as a journey to look within you and say, what is it in me? What is it in me? What emotions in me? What do I share with this individual that I can now work on clearing? Because I think um, the spiritual journey that we are all walking and by the way, every individual who commits any kind of act is also walking that same spiritual journey. That spiritual journey challenges us in every moment to lead from a place of love. It's not easy to remember in every moment that the same hand 
of grace, the hand of love that created me, also created these individuals, every single individual here. Which means that they're also walking the same path that I'm walking. No matter what they're doing, they are walking the path from ignorance to understanding. They're walking the same path from darkness to light. They're walking the path from fear to love. Just as I am, just as each and every one of us is here. You know, when I, when I heard about the attacks um, in New Zealand, the first thing that I felt, I felt the clenching in my stomach. I felt like a cold sweat. My blood ran, ran cold. And I, um, my first thoughts, like, again? Like, look at the futility, the futility of it all. Like, when are we going to understand? When are we going to learn that this is just not moving any of us forward in any way? Those emotions, those feelings, that physical response, those were all my cues to say, you need to do the inner work. Why? Because if I was an illuminated master, and if I was all, you know, perfectly in Zen in every single moment, um, I would be looking at this situation with great compassion, with great love, with great understanding. Perhaps the way God would look at all that is happening in our world today. But clearly I'm not there because I'm feeling all of these powerful emotions in me. I'm having a physical reaction, an emotional reaction to everything that I'm seeing. And so I begin to breathe. I love the breathing exercises that we do here because that is my personal practice. Deep, deep breathing. It calms the nervous system. It slows down the racing heart. It slows down the racing mind. And I begin to say to myself, to me the most powerful and most healing words that I know in the universe, and those are the words, I love you. Not out there. Towards me. They're directed towards me. Because again, I can't control what's going on out there. I'm only going to control and look at what's going on inside of me. So to the anger, to the money that's angry, to the part of me that feels this deep rage, I love you. To the deep despair, to the feeling of helplessness, to the feeling of resistance and anger, injustice, I love you. I love you. I love you. Thank you. Why do I say thank you? Thank you to these powerful emotions in me because now I see what is standing between me and the divine sacred that I am. We already established here, you are already a divine being. You are already sacred. You are already the light. All of that is you. It is who you are, who I am who every person is. The only thing that is preventing that from shining forward are these layers of, call them programs, memories, power, that are manifesting as these powerful emotions and then coming out into the world as creations. This is what is preventing me from being one with the sacred, that I am the good that I am, the God that I am. I can take responsibility for that. I can take responsibility for doing the work of clearing that up. And to me, the most powerful words to do that clearing are the words, I love you, and the words, thank you. And, you know, there is only one step forward for me in any situation that I see. 
And the only step that I feel, which is interesting that we talked about this, you, saw, you showed this today, and on your Facebook, to, Facebook page today in Unity, you alluded to the fact, or you, you stated, that, that the greatest teaching we ever have uh, to recall is that there is nothing out there. That comes from A Course in Miracles. You posted that. I don't, I don't know who posted it on your Facebook page today. But it states that the greatest teaching we will ever need to learn is that there is nothing out there. That it's all inside of us. Every single thing that we are seeing in the world is inside of us first. Projecting out, coming out into the world, manifesting into the world. Not an easy concept to grasp. Not, no, it's easy to grasp. Not an easy concept to live, to embrace, to truly take to heart. Because the temptation is always to look outwards at the other and the judgment of the other. You know, we are all not only spiritual beings, we all know this, we are all also energy. Science has more than demonstrated that we are nothing more than a bunch of atoms that are vibrating at different rates, right? And so um, when I do the work within me of clearing and loving back to light all of these dense energies, all of this fear and this anger and resentment. When I do all the work of clearing that, what am I doing? I, Because I'm connected to everybody, we're all energy, we're all vibrating. And the moment that I release that energy, I'm releasing it out into the universe. I'm releasing it for all. I'm not just doing it for me. And again, this is another idea to grasp. You're not just doing this for you. It's not selfish work. It is the only work. When you clear yourself, when you bring peace to yourself, when you bring light to yourself, when you bring love into yourself, when you're breaking all of these chains that are keeping you held back, you are doing that for everybody because we're all connected. We're all energy. We're all vibration. It is the greatest light work that we could potentially ever do in our lives. Our healing is healing another. In, um, from Nelson Mandela during his infamous um, speech during his inauguration. It's a very, you know, our deepest fear. The way that our deepest fear ends is as we are liberated from our own fear, our presence automatically liberates others. That comes from A Course in Miracles, by the way, and from Marianne Williamson, who actually wrote it in A Return to Love. But how elegantly simple is this idea? As we liberate ourselves... We liberate others. As we are free, as we free ourselves from our own shackles, those emotions and memories, as we free ourselves, we are freeing others because it's all inside of me. Deceptively simple. It sounds so easy. I'll just liberate me and I can just liberate everyone. My experience has been that it works, by the way. As, you, as I do the work, which is very, very difficult work sometimes, to say, you know what, I'm going to be responsible for whatever it is in me that has shown up as my family with this individual, with this difficult situation. I have no idea where it's come from, but I am going to own it. And I'm going to say something in me is showing up as this. If I, don't, if I love it, I go, hey, good work, keep going, forward. If it's something that is bringing me any kind of angst, I go, okay, don't know what it is. Don't need to know. I begin the work. I do the inner work of loving everything back to its original state, using love. I love you over and over again. My spiritual practice in every moment, even as I am speaking, there is a little program going on in the back of my mind saying, thank you. I love you. I love you. I love you. That's a spiritual practice. 
to be continually in that state of, I love you. Not to you, I love you guys anyways, but <laughs> in here. So whatever words are coming out, hopefully are grounded in a place of love and not in a place of resistance. Thank you. Thank you not only for the opportunity to be free and to let this light shine, but thank you to the divinity, to the God, to the light that is with me, each and every one of us too, that is with me, that is encouraging me, that is saying, yes, she's doing this work. Yes, I'm, she's finally able to release and liberate herself so that who she is can finally be revealed. Who I am, the I am, capital I am, can finally be out in the world. I don't believe you can do light work when you're in a state of anger or in a state of resentment. Light work requires you to be filled with light. <laughs> and this practice of personal, personal self-love, the I love you, the thank you, over and over again, this work of self-liberation, to me, is, is very powerful work. And it is the only practice that I, right now, have, I've tried many things. This is the practice for me that I go to over and over again. This requires strength of will. This requires great courage. This requires perseverance. It requires a commitment to the light that you are, to the divinity that you are. It requires um, our empathy and our compassion, not our condemnation for not getting it right and still having it, not having these emotions. And you know, if we think it's hard to transform our stuff, and to transform all of our deep-seated emotions and to be light in every moment, if we find it hard, imagine what it's like for another person to also do so. You know, I don't know what was in the heart or the mind of the individual who committed those attacks um, in New Zealand, but I couldn't help but feel how much humanity did that individual need to lose to get to the point of doing what he did? Like seriously, how, like what could have happened in this individual's life that he lost so much of his humanity that he was able to commit what he did? To me, that's something that touches me deeply and it evokes in me compassion. For someone to be in such deep suffering that they resort to this, Something along the lines of their journey made them lose their humanity. They, no, I'm not saying there's no accountability. Of course there's accountability. Of course there's responsibility. But their deep emotions, their deep suffering, their powerful energies in them forced them to act out in a certain way. They acted on those energies in a way that was pretty destructive. My invitation to you is to take those emotions that you feel in you, those reactions that you have, those deep beliefs, all of that, use them as an opportunity. They are a gift. They are a divine gift, a divine opportunity to finally do the work of loving them away, of using love to transform them, to dissolve them, bring them back to light. A week later, I'll, I'm wrapping up, in about in a, like a few days after I... Um, did my thing at the, at the mosque, um, I received a, an email 
from somebody saying, well, you know, it's very nice that you're standing in solidarity with, you know, Muslims, but what about the Muslim terrorist attacker who attacked, I think it was in England at the stadium, the stadium attacks? And what about, you know, all the Muslims that are right now, you know, killing all the Christians that are in Africa? I forget the exact details. And I thought about it for a second, and I read over my notes that I said, you know, for... Um, at the mosque, and I realized, well, they're the exactly same words. I would say the exact same words to you. I'm not responsible for that. What is mine to do? I will take responsibility for my part. I will do the work of cleaning my own stuff. I'll clean my anger. I'll clean my resentment. I'll do that. Thank you very much. I will do that part, knowing that in doing this work for myself, I'm also doing this for everyone, because we are all one. We are all connected. Thank you all so much.